0: Hey, this is Cody. This is Jeff with 8 Days Clean. This is Gary. (laughs) Jeez, Jeez, dude. This is Ron with the Northwest Convergence Zone. Hey, this is George from
1: Counterfist, and uh, I got a mouth hug at nwczradio.com.
2: Coming to you from the man cave. Deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone.
3: Everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone Show, our Fourth of July special edition. I am Big D. This is waxy and this is Double D,
4: and this is the Saint. This this week, what we're doing, we're gonna dedicate this show to my dad who passed away June 21st, which is uh, the summer solstice. So we're gonna dedicate this to Barry Mangan, and this is uh, this is for you, dad.
5: To go goes for this travesty.
3: Alright, everybody, welcome to uh, this portion of the show. We have Counter Fist in with us. That is the title track off of the brand new EP, Give Up the Ghost. Name of the song and the EP. We have George grissom in here grissom is that right that's right just like csi man that's right (laughs) george grissom who is the uh the lead vocalist for counter fist and uh we're going to talk a little bit about their new ep that's coming out they also have a cd release party that's a monster show coming up this friday as well uh george welcome to the program man thank you hey it's good to have you in and uh counter fist is a band that we've been playing on nwcz radio quite a bit uh i believe um well, the label you're on is Adrenaline Red Records, and Steve. Yeah. Do you go by Steve or Steven? Uh, either one. Suit. 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 Suit words, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, thats your label, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, is, uh, who else is represented on that label?
6: Uh, right now, it's just Counter
3: Fist that's a fine place to start i mean it's a it's a tiny label and you know yeah no it's a northwest label we're trying to drag them down one band (laughs) (laughs) no we hey we support that we think that's fantastic it's all about uh northwest talent and uh we support anybody who's supporting the music scene and bands and and venues here in the northwest so uh now counter fist how long have you guys been around george uh 12 years this year actually wow, wow. Have you guys been around you guys have been rocking for a long time
1: Yeah, a long time
3: and uh how, tell us about uh just that journey of the band for 12 years has been have you guys been in the same form has been a lot of personnel changes there's a lot of
1: people coming and going. there's a just me and the drummer the same original too but it was uh you know it was another band before i came along and we, we experimented a little bit. We had a, a keyboard player for a while there. We had uh, another bass player for a while. You know, people just part ways. Our guitar player kind of, um, I don't know what you say, like grew up, I guess, <laughs> when he had a family and uh, he moved across the country. Got so domesticated. It flew the yeah. poop, yeah. I've been seeing that happen a lot lately with bands too. They're, you know, everybody's just giving up and moving
3: on, you know. And Well, 12 years uh, playing around the scene, you guys have seen a lot of, things and a lot of bands come and go and
2: it's a hard uh, thing to maintain <laughs> it, it, what did they say it's 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 a hard uh, choice to be an artist it's even harder to be a successful one
3: right <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to well, be
2: like in it forever
3: yeah yeah you have to make that dedication and commitment you guys obviously have done that and but i'm thinking you know 12 years back and just that whole journey there's been a lot of like Oh, scene changes—you know, venue changes mm-hmm. and all kind of things going on in the Puget Sound. What, what's it? What has that been like for you guys? What? What? What are some things? Some trends you've noticed that uh, came and went, or bands that came and went that were of note to you guys, or just monument? You know, like there's been moments us- for you guys that, that over the last twelve years that have shifted things.
1: I've I've seen a lot of bands that are stellar that aren't around anymore. That's one of the things that. You know, is that your word? That's my word, dude. Stellar, way to go!
2: I wasn't the first one to use it today. We, we've uh, created a whole drinking game around when he says stellar. Well, <laughs> let's yeah, do so some shots then. That's awesome. Everybody cracks their first beer, and it wasn't a Big D.
1: I'm tired of hearing the word amazing. That's, I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to use yeah, exactly. that Exactly. See,
3: that's why. That's why I went there. <laughs> stellar is a great it's word. So epic. Epic. I always exactly. already like this cat. <laughs> so a lot of stellar bands going, yeah. going like, on going on.
1: Uh who am I thinking? Like Alki Diggins, you know, from back in the day. Those guys were incredible and they're they're I don't even know what most of those guys know anymore. You know, like drop six, they're moving on. There's you know, they're they're still playing and they're evolving and doing stuff. There's they got a new band called uh Big Medicine mm. and they're a little bit more chill, you know. And you know, it's just uh you see people break up for reasons that I've our band has done everything possible to implode break up. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we can't you know it just won't happen it just won't happen <laughs> it's a band that just keeps ticking yeah i mean there's there's nothing that hasn't happened that should have broken it yeah you know band, uh, i That's mean awesome. do you guys
3: primarily play in the seattle area as,
1: yeah and, you know we try to get around as much as we can but it's just the what are some of the like, places you enjoy playing up there um you know a favorite is showbox you know any of those um showbox soto stage is incredible it's huge you know and um they give you a bunch of free beer when you play. Yeah. There, so that's
3: pretty nice. <laughs> that's always a bonus. That's right. Uh, what about some What about some venues that that have gone down or changed names? You know, ownerships. Because uh, I mean, I can think back to like, man, there was like Doc Maynard's, and you yeah. had Sit and the Spin, Phoenix. Yeah. You had The Phoenix, Phoenix, you had, yeah, Phoenix was the,
1: our favorite until that went down. Yeah. Rock
3: Candy, all those places. Yep. Deviate. Yeah. Deviate. <laughs> yeah, way yep. to bring it out. Nice. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those places are gone, and so uh, you know now there's they've either changed names or, or reopened new places and um have you found that the clubs are getting better or are they getting smaller or what are we what are you saying the main going thing that
1: I've been seeing is that it's uh they they rely on the artists to promote more now so you're you're given a stack of tickets and yeah, you're told to go out there and, <laughs> oxy <laughs> you know so I, you know I'm, I, it is what it is and you can't really we're trying to actually get back to where the headlining band is the last band of the night mm-hmm. you know and sell tickets if you want to but like you know you don't have to do that Get promote it as much as you possibly can and make it a good show but I, I like to focus on the performance more than trying to get people to come to shows and
3: it becomes a big hustle doesn't it yeah I know, you know mm-hmm. and people get i mean your fans nobody are, wants to do it either
1: right it, no. it just now it's that's just
3: the scene and now. it's a you shame because it. back in the day the clubs had you know solid names and mm-hmm. they had they had their what crowd I was say,
2: the clubs need to take more responsibility too because if they've got good sound and good music all the time then people have will a show crowd, up and they you know? really do though you know like a lot, a lot of, places, of good drink specials you know Yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) Half off. (laughs) Well,
3: speaking of great shows, you guys have one coming up this Friday, July 8th at Numo's in Seattle. It is the Counter Fist Give Up the Ghost EP release party. Also on the bill, and I checked this out. This is a great bill. Postmodern Heroes, Mm. who we've had on. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, they are. Stellar. (laughs) Uh, Your Divine Tragedy, another great group, and Temple. Doors open at eight. I believe. What did you say? The first band hits stage around nine. Around nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, Ten dollars advance. You can go to etix.com. Um, you can also go onto the Numos website, and uh, I assume they can get them through you guys. For sure. Yeah. All right. And then twelve bucks at the door if you wait, and if you wait, you always run the uh, chance of not getting in. So I think this, it's not
1: a huge venue, so it's you right. Know, it's it, going to sell out. It could sell out. It's
3: going to be. I think people will be waiting outside. Uh, you can always check it out at counterfist.com. Com, which is a great. You guys have a great website, by the way. Thank you. Fantastic. It is nice. Yeah, it's very good information. I like the name
2: too. The name's cool. Yeah, we're gonna get into <laughs> that. Counterfist.
3: We're gonna get yeah. into that in a minute and talk about uh, their recording process on this EP. But let's let's listen to a little more off of the brand new EP. Give up the ghost. This is titled Beyond the Walls. Counterfist. Our guest. Beyond the Walls is the name of that track, and you can, of course, hear that in its entirety on NWCZ Radio. It's in rotation, and we play it as often as we can, and uh, Counter Fist, the name of the band, brand new EP coming out, Give Up the Ghost. They have a EP release party this coming Friday, July 8th at Numo's, Postmodern Heroes, Your Divine Tragedy, and Temple, also on the bill, $10 in advance, $12 at the door, uh, tell us about the recording process of this. And I think a lot of you guys, a lot of you bands out there who are listening to this, uh, to our show, uh, pay attention here because I, I know a lot of you have been approached by this, um, where you guys went to record this and have had lots of questions about this process. You guys went down and recorded with Sylvia Massey. Mm-hmm. And that's down in Weed. Weed, California. <laughs> is it Rock... Is it Radio Star? What, Radio Star Studios. Radio Star yeah. Studios. Tell us about... That 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 whole process from, uh, you know, bring it down into, you know, a manageable amount of time, but <laughs> <laughs> not the blow by blow, but, you know, did she approach you? Did you approach her? And then you guys having to go down there and then how long you had to stay? The whole thing, you know, what, what was, it was involved?
1: It a, was another guy that I play with um, on the side went down. He's kind of a session guy and he's amazing guitar player, Chris Vincent. And he was down there and dropped our CD off and they listened to it and emailed us back and. You know, what, what what are you guys looking for? Are you looking to record? Are you looking to what do you want to do? And we sent her some preliminary recordings that we did at home and you know, just get her an idea of what we're looking for and and uh, went down for ten days and they have a it's like a haunted theater, vaudeville theater in, in weed. It's <laughs> crazy. There's nothing in this town. No. It's t- you yeah, know some serious Shasta. ghost stories out of there. Yeah. Oh, there's some, there's some, <laughs> we took the video camera in the theater in the middle of the night a couple of times and got some weird images. There's some, I don't know. It's, it, there's ghost some Ghost eerie... hunters in weed. <laughs> Seriously, my drummer, we were, I told you we were writing that song, you know, all night. We, right. we stayed up all night writing, uh, 40 lives and he comes walking in and he's in his underwear and he's got this stark white look on his face and a bump. On his forehead, and he's got a shaved head, so you can see his whole that just forehead. sounds like rock and roll, man. It's a long red <laughs> bump looks like he got hit with a flashlight on his forehead, and he's just stark whites you know scared out of his mind, and uh he's like i I, I woke up and my head hurts and I don't know what's going on. It feels like there's somebody in the room with me. Can I, can I hang out here with you guys? And then the next day, it was gone. Totally. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was weird. But there's no stories on the road. Yeah. It's a weird old apartment? So now
3: is Sylvia is Sylvia Massey? Is she uh, hands on with you guys? Like is she? Yeah, she was she pretty uh, involved with the whole process. She was
1: there the whole time. She was working the board the entire time. Uh, there's another guy, Jake Lansky, who was there. Who's uh, he was our?
3: who's an engineer, but she was there for the entire. The entire thing, because you guys were song, just down for the recording of the of of your songs, right? Right. Um, so she wasn't looking. You're not looking for promotion and all that stuff from her. Not really. So no, do I you mean, have to find a place to stay, or you stay there? No, they have, they have a. They have,
1: She owns like the whole town. It's like uh, <laughs> she owns this whole block that's uh, the theater, and then a couple more recording units, and then apartments right. in there. So they just put you up, and you know, it was it was worth every penny. I think you know, it's the. the alone just yeah, i think getting hotels would have been
3: and that's what i've heard the um from several bands who have been approached by her they were concerned about you know, a the cost and mm-hmm. then b you know because i think she has told some of the bands i've talked to you know yeah we'll put you up and, and i think they feed you or there's food available or whatever it's, and,
1: it's literally just an apartment for you and okay. you have you have keys and they have a, a kitchen down there they totally have a bunch of food coffee machine you know right beer machine
3: so it's it's not like a uh, an apple and a peanut butter jelly sandwich. No, you can go, there's a store or whatever. Yeah, have. there's a, yeah, a grocery store. I think store some right. bands are, you know, they're afraid they're going to be in the middle of nowhere like you've stated, yeah. and they own your ass, you know? <laughs> no,
1: it's actually great because you that the only thing to do there is focus on your music, your music. So you're, you get a lot of work done. And well, and
6: the bowling alley. Oh, the
1: bowling the alley across the street. has got to have a release too. point, right?
6: <laughs> seems to be
1: like karaoke night is every night. That's <laughs> alley
6: alley. <laughs> <Nothing laughs> like breakfast at the bowling alley. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Hey, sometimes those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you. Not in this case, but so what was, what
3: was the entire process for you? How, what was the t- time? 10 the, days, um, nine, huh? like one day
1: off in the middle of that. Yeah. And, um, we didn't even need that. I mean, we were. Were there bands other bands cool. there too Definitely, at the same yeah. time? So
3: you had like slots. that... Well,
1: we had the we had it blocked out for the entire six or seven days that we were recording and then mm-hmm. mixing. So we had the main theater for the entire time. But it was, uh, I think there was probably four other bands at the time we were down there.
3: So then, when you're done and you sit down and you're listening to the uh, finished product for the first time, mm-hmm. um, what did you think? You know, just grin ear to ear you know it's like that's that sounds Sounds amazing it was was like just what you want it to sound like yeah Yeah. well you know it
1: i don't know i think you have a a different idea everybody wants it to sound like uh you know a thousand hundred thousand dollar recording sure you know what i mean and you just that's why they cost that much because that's what it takes to make it sound like that but it's amazing what somebody can do with just that experience and you know some i mean it's a pro studio they have everything that you, you you need but it's uh i don't know there's uh I don't know. You know, I, the the uh, it just sounds more amazing than I could ever even you know. Do you think this is the best recording here, you guys have done? Definitely, yeah.
3: So being together for twelve years and uh, you know going through personnel changes, lineup changes, and things like that. How how do you see your music? Um, how do you see that it has evolved or changed over you know the last few years? What's has it's a style changed? Has um you know? It seems have you like guys- we're
1: taking turns on. Uh, on who's who's taking the reins
3: on it for a while there, it'd be
1: the old guitar player would write a bunch of songs, and you know we'd write around that, and then you know th- our drummer Adam would come with a guitar part and the drum part already made in his head, so it's a lot easier You just jump right in with that, and then this time I wrote a lot of these songs, and you know I it, it just I think if you if you come in with an idea that's already set up and ready to go, and just have everybody kind of put their input into it and help it grow, then. You can get it done a lot faster, probably, you know, right. and it's a little bit more defined because somebody came up what, with it five, all. Five
3: five members in the band? Five members. Yeah. You go ahead and rattle them off for the people. We got
1: Travis Murphy playing guitar, Mike Fisher playing guitar, Adam what's his name? Clark? <laughs> <laughs> <Play in-house>. AC. <laughs> and uh Adam uh, Clark. Rodney Rodney Michael Moore playing bass and then me.
3: And so is that um is that does everybody have a piece in the process of, of yeah, writing definitely. the tune?
1: Yeah. I don't think it could be done without, you know another group of guys i mean everybody's got bring something
3: to the table that you know we wouldn't be able to do it without them so excellent all right you know. well speaking of bringing it to the table let's bring this up to the table this is also off of the brand new ep give up the ghost counter the band 40 lives the track All right, name of the track, 40 Lives, Counterfist. Name of the band and the EP is Give Up the Ghost. And uh, let's get this to the people once again. This coming Friday, July 8th, is the big CD release party for Counterfist, And on the bill, Postmodern Heroes, Your Divine Tragedy, and Temple. That is a great lineup. $10 in in advance. You can get those at etix.com or on counterfist.com where you can go to the Numo's website. If you wait, you're going to pay 12 at the door if you can get in. I'm telling you, Doors open at 8, Bands hit the stage around 9. That's going to be a great night. All of Seattle should be uh making plans to attend that. I want to um Adrenaline Red Records. I want to talk to Steve just for a second here. Uh from a record label perspective, looking at the um like the talent and everything that's around the sound these days and everything. Um how did you how did you you know, of all the people, I assume you approach bands or bands approach you and, you know, that kind of thing. How how did you land in or just lock in on, on Counterfist?
6: Uh, well, you know, actually, back in the day, George was in my first band. We grew up over in Yakima. <laughs> and, uh, you know, graduation, everything happens, and he moved over here. Long story short, uh, you know, I'd gone to a few Counterfist shows because I knew he was in that band. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we decided to actually get the label going, we just thought they were the perfect band to do it. I mean, huge fans of them, I mean, each one of them, you know, George is an amazing singer. You know, Adams, and he's really handsome. <laughs> close, I want to get close to you, so I started the label. Why you sit so far away? <laughs> but just all of them together, you know, they they just put together a great sound, and it's a band that that I felt that I would want to be in if I was playing still. Mm-hmm. So
3: they have a great sound and they did. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing recording. They did. The vocals are very big and, and I uh, love the melodies. In is it there. too loud? You want me to send no, it back? No, it's, it's, it's excellent. It's very, very good. I'm just, you know, cause you know, we we have lots of bands that roll through our program and that's what we do. We enjoy that. We enjoy promoting the local scene. And, um, you know, there's some of there's, you know, mixing
2: quality and production quality varies. Right. And there, but
3: there's, you know, there's Sub Pop <laughs> as a label. And, um, but it seems like outside of that, and maybe, a, you know, there's a label or two in Portland or whatever, there's, there's a lot of smaller of the independent labels in Seattle, which has always surprised me with the talent that's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what are some of the challenges? Because I know a lot of bands think it's the be all end all to be signed, you know, to be on a label. Mm-hmm. And just curious, um, you know, as a somebody who's starting a label, who's you know running this ship, what are some things that you're looking for? And what is this, what is what do you offer bands? Um, what, what what do you see your role in the music scene as a label owner? Uh,
6: well, we're basically you know trying to do what we can with the funds that we have. You know, obviously we're working on. <laughs> You know, merch yeah, sales and stuff. Welcome you know. to, to
1: everybody's We're going to have a bake sale <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I can,
6: we could can offer like, you know, we were helping with the recording mm-hmm. for Counter Fist. Uh, Steve carries gear Put, a lot. <laughs> I do. Doing Good lights. Uh, <laughs> you said you're a musician. You're guitar order, tech, right? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Drum tech. You know. Whatever it takes. Um, Back rubs. Yeah. <laughs> front rubs (laughs) So yeah and helping them put the cd out you know i've I've got a a good friend and contact that you know owns a uh, duplication company streamline and uh so through him you know we can get whatever kind of packaging we need Mm -hmm. uh cds you know that are actually printed on things like that so i mean it's not like a you know major label where you got access to everything it's right it's obviously meeting people and you know just trying to put out the best product we can and try to get the music out there it's another couple of people just help and push, helping out yeah, yeah
3: absolutely and that, and i think that's very cool because barice the fish does that mm-hmm. um new school records which is down in portland uh, it's a lot of the the local the ripple very good great labels that are very small who i think do fantastic jobs
6: well even things like posters you know i've made show posters and uh i'll take them to venues and I'm kind of surprised at how many venues are like, oh wow, you're giving us posters to hang up. Yeah, you know, (laughs) I think a lot of you know bands may don't have the time or they just don't get around to it, but just little things like that that we're trying to do.
3: Very good. Oh, that's excellent, and best of luck to uh, Adrenaline Red Records. I I hope you guys have much success. And um, you know, like I said, there's a wealth of talent around here, and we everybody needs a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. Quick question about um, the the EP that's coming out. How do you see that as far as marketability, I mean, you know, being a label, do you, do you see it as your job to try to get that to radio stations, to try to get it played on air? Yeah, I uh, definitely, yeah, Steve, what is your plan with that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd like Uh-oh. to get it out to
3: as so many places as I can,
6: George. <laughs>
3: but it, have, it, have you done that before for any other band or anything? Have you, it,
6: um, well, you know, Counterfeits was our first one and we've had promo packs we've sent out to radio stations and, you know, not just in Seattle, you right, know, obviously, yeah, all over, all over just trying to get some feedback or some play, you know, um, yeah. you know, with this one, obviously it's an EP. I'd really like to send it out even down to Sylvia, you know, uh-huh. I mean, you know, she has a lot of context and she's even mentioned when we were down there that she's a good resource. So good. You know, it's one more person. To yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that Gotta was the throw other throw thing about contacts. going down
1: there was they were saying, you know, you have the name behind you now, you yeah. know, right. use that, <laughs> push that through as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Get your money's to, worth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: All right, very good. Well, Counter Fist uh, is the name of the band, EP, Give Up the Ghost, and it will be available at the show. And then when will it be available digitally or like on on iTunes, CD Baby, and that you kind of stuff? You can see
1: it on iTunes probably the following Tuesday, uh, the 12th. Oh, real quick. Most likely, yeah. There's a quick turnaround with the – you can go to CD Baby and sign up like that. But I'm going to try another thing, I think. We had on Pandora recently, and mm-hmm. – That was like an (laughs) eight-month waiting list to get that done. So, found another uh, distributor online that'll do it a little bit quicker. I think. Well,
3: everybody, uh, like I said, go to Counterfist.com or Counterfist on Facebook. Click like. You can stay up you know to date on all the activities and actions join the email list too if you could you yeah know? join the yeah click in there it's not hard we don't spam you a lot we really? give out free good. tickets and stuff so, oh yeah. well then hop on go. that folks man because that's worth it okay again this friday july 8th at numos it's the ep released counter Fist. give up the ghost george want to thank you for coming in man appreciate oh, yeah. it thanks for having us and steven it's good to see you too man. can i put my you pants too, back thanks. on now <laughs> <laughs> uh no <laughs> All right, everybody, name of the song is Parasite off of the brand new CD, which is also titled Parasite. Our good friends, the hard rockin' boys from Tacoma, Tacoma's uh, native and favorite sons, eight days clean, in the studio, uh, guys, always great to see you. You as well. Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to be here, Daryl. Yeah, it's Thanks good. for having hey, us out. thanks for coming in. Um, you know, uh, I was thinking back to the first time we had you guys in, you were actually one of the first of the of the bands that we ever had in on our show we kind of uh, grown up you know together watching you guys and um you know it, i just remember the first time we had you guys on you guys were really involved with uh the whole bob rivers and the um there was a rock there was a competition going i think it was the best of right yeah, yeah western best western western of washington. Western. western washington and and things were really starting to heat up for you guys and uh, same thing here, and so it's, it's been a fun ride, and it's we've kind of gone parallel, and every now and then our paths cross, and right now, you guys got to be proud because you have a brand new CD out, or it's coming out, uh, Parasite, you have a great CD release party coming up on Friday, July 8th, that's this Friday, at Louis G's, which is an all-ages event uh, venue, folks. So, everybody can come. That's the beauty of it. It's at 5219 Pacific Highway East in five. If you know where the poodle dog is, yep. right around the corner. That's
7: what I always tell everyone. Yeah, you know, exactly. Next to the poodle dog. If you don't know where the poodle dog is, <laughs> then you're, you're not going to find Luigi's yeah.
3: either. <laughs> <laughs> it's right yeah. the Yeah, the, the pup room, I think, is what they have there. It is the pup room. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's some legendary stuff. I've actually right there. had puppy there. <laughs> did. I've seen him do it. <laughs> uh, don't quite want to know what that is. But uh, so ten bucks in advance, and you can go to the Facebook page uh, and post on the Eight Days Clean wall that you would like tickets. And they'll message you back, uh, or fifteen bucks at the door. Check this out: twelve and under, free, free. Doors open at eight. Louis G's has some of the best pizza. Come early, kick back, have yourself some pizza and some you know ice cold coke or iced tea or whatever it is that you're having and uh, get ready for a fun fun party first before we get into the event let's talk about the brand new cd Uh, we've been playing two songs off of it on the station parasite and then one we're going to hear coming up in a little bit perfect how long have you guys been working on this project
7: Um, we've been we started working on the project in march um we started we laid down um of the songs perfect parasite sick and overrated and we kind of just played with those four because we went on tour in April. Mm-hmm. And then um, when we came back from tour in April, we finished the rest out May and June. We actually just f- it f- we finalized the CD just a couple weeks ago.
3: How many songs total are going to be on are on this? Ten. Oh, ten songs? Ten songs. And what's, uh, wh- what's the cost of the CD itself? Ten bucks at our show, and you can only buy it
7: from us at our show for the month of July. It won't be... Not gonna be on CD baby or iTunes. None of that that, until um late
3: August, early September. Right. So come on out to the show, and and I know you guys have a a tour kind of plan. We'll talk about that in a moment too. But you got to come to a show. Lay down your ten bucks. These guys are cool cats. They'll sign it for you, and then it's worth forty. Yes, minimum. Uh, No, you want to get in on this, because anytime 8D's Clean has something new coming out, you know, A, it's quality, it's good, and it's kick-ass. So Thanks, man. um, No, absolutely. We've been a big fan of your music for a long time. You guys have one of the most impressive and rabid fan bases that I know of in the Northwest, and every band's jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Every band's jealous of... The, they should be of the or, fans that you guys have, edit that. Uh, you know, gathered and who follow you guys. Um, we got to come up with a name for them, or do you guys have a name for your fans yet? Yeah, we call them fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Eight fans. No, they're uh, clean man, heads. We do. We do have some.
0: Wow, we yeah. got some hardcore fans. It's like yeah, people under fans. the stairs style. Yeah, I mean they. they right. I mean.
7: The majority of our fans that show up on a regular basis, which is, it started with, you know, probably 30 to 50, and now it's mm-hmm. two to 300, and the majority of those know all the words. Oh, Thank yeah. Thank God, because I forget them a lot. Right. And <laughs> they don't.
3: <I> <laughs> so, they get to sing them You need to have them the bring, like, you know, cue cards.
7: Yeah, exactly, that they could hold up. Yeah. I just kind of watch them and...
3: Sing with
2: <laughs> them.
3: Now we have a couple of uh, new members uh, that I that I obviously have not met these guys before, and we have Cody and Gary. Tell us a little bit about uh, Cody, Gary. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and uh and how you how you got involved in Eight Days Clean.
0: Well, I guess I'll kick it off. I'm Cody, and uh, you know, for me, I'm from Portland, and I saw Eight Days Clean for the first time in October of last year, and Totally blew my socks off. But it was kind of funny because I didn't even really want to go to the show. My roommate was going off about them, how great they were and stuff. He wasn't a rabid fan. Yeah, no. I yeah. wasn't. His roommate was, was a fan. <laughs> my roommate was rabid <laughs> big time. But, uh, you know, he just kept going off about them. I'm like, hey, everybody's friend's band is the greatest. Whatever, you know, I'm right. in a metal band, dude. But uh, I went and saw the show and they just they blew my socks off. And I was like, man, I'd love to be a part of that. And Ron happened to be at our house and jokingly made the offer <laughs> totally joking for me to come up and play guitar. <laughs> he lived in band. Portland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just you're,
3: you're like, Oh, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, he'll way. never move up here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> about five days later, you're I, his about doorstep? My head,
0: <laughs> and I called him and, and said, I want in and, uh, you know, left the project that I was in after I came up and auditioned and got the, got the go ahead that I was in the band. But, uh, you know, it was kind of a funny turn of events too because Billy was playing bass for the band and uh and I had come up and done my audition and I drove back up three weeks later to start practicing and Billy walked in and said, You know I quit. I, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I think I'm done was his exact words, but
7: uh <laughs> Yeah, he'd gotten the job as the guitar player. Right. <laughs> the new guitar player the new guitar
0: player. And then Billy quit and Bass so, player's
3: gone. Yeah.
0: But you know, luckily uh
3: I play bass too. So, <laughs>
0: you know, just, uh, so happened to work out, you know, cause I had already learned. So who called you do- to tell
3: you you were in the band? Is that Ron? Yeah. How'd yeah. that, how that conversation go, Ron? Well, first I ignored his phone calls yes. for like a week.
7: No, I mean, he just kept calling and calling and calling. I'm like, what is this? He lives in Portland. What?
3: Right. What does he I want? Mean, what,
7: what the, I, I mean, well, I knew he wanted to be in the band, but it's like, come on, this is, we live in Tacoma. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And when I finally talked to him, I says, you know, you'll have to, uh, move up here. I mean, you'll have to move up here. Yeah. And it's a whole, it's know, lifestyle change. He's all, okay, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever I need to do. So, uh. He did. He made the move up here, stayed with me for his first month, and then we immediately went on tour and came back and got a job here, got an apartment here. So you're stuff. solid. You're Tacoma He's boy totally now. Tacoma now. Yeah, it's not I, that different. But does there, he have right? a Tacoma license? <laughs>
0: yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I also, I lived up here before right. for, you know, four or five years, so it's not like it was unfamiliar some, to you. Yeah, Ron, do you, ha-
3: do you have to have a license to live in Tacoma? No, but okay. to drive into Comerica. Oh, I do. okay, yeah. That's right. <laughs>
4: and Gary, my name is Gary. I'm a guitarist for Eight Days Clean. Uh, I've been a f- met these guys about four and a half years ago. I actually opened up for him playing acoustic guitar for uh, was an event down in Ocean Shores. Was yeah, Ocean one? Shores. Yeah. Yeah. And ironically, she's uh, t- uh, two and a half years after that. I joined a band with Brian Johnson and John Palmer, formerly. The old eight days. Class. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> And played with those guys for about a year. And uh, my antlers perked up when I heard Sean had left. And uh eventually an opportunity to rise and actually cody did win beat me to the beat me to this yeah they there. both
7: tried out for guitar yeah.
4: <laughs> and we picked him and you picked
3: him and then he got the guitar and then greg uh gary i'm sorry gary yeah. got actually i'm up sloppy with... seconds is what i am To yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> me gary didn't know this though
0: that's the that's the
3: funny part I, but... I didn't even know cody was in the band really like, <laughs> when he showed up when he showed up like the third time i'm like who is this cat? Cool, man. No, and I, I, you know, I knew who he was and everything. I just thought he was up. We we're gonna try him out a little bit more, and it's like, oh, oh, I guess you're the bass player. After yeah. <laughs> we've had that same thing on our show. Some guy was, you know, we'll I'll add some guy to our show, and these I forget to tell these guys. And after about the third time, they're like, "What is that guy doing here? <laughs> He's part of our show." Oh, okay, not a guest. <laughs> right. So uh, this the CD that you guys have coming out, titled "Parasite." Um, what do you, what do you think of it as far as your uh you know your overall body of work? How 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 have you progressed and and where do you see this fits in in your uh, your growth as musicians? Is this like the best thing you guys have done? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can say you no can question. say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's just. It's our best work yet.
4: Yeah. It's. I agree. I. I mean, I wasn't a part of the earlier work with this band, but. This this new CD, the new material that's out is, it's deep. I mean, it r- really grabs you. If it if you're hanging on a meat hook in your back, it's like someone just tied fifty pounds
3: to your ankles. I mean, nice. it's, it and what oh, oh, makes wow. it so is it the music? Is it the lyrics? Is it a combo? It's I mean, a combo. You guys combo feel of tighter.
7: Yeah, definitely. Feel- it's just a little more. We we um. It was the first time we ever played with a click, so everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. There's no everything's perfect. You know, perfectly. Um, metrodome is that the word yeah it has a perfect meter that was yeah. one of the, th- the things that we decided to, to go with and just the time wise we had um put more time into it especially with the vocals and melody after we laid down the interesting we just didn't accept anything like oh that well, we could have done that better but good enough it, yeah we didn't do that because yeah. we had a great uh, arrangement with the studio so we were able to uh just take all the time we needed. And where was this recorded at? Pacific Studios. Oh, very nice. Downtown Tacoma. Best, okay.
3: best year in Tacoma. Yeah, yeah it is. It's yeah. actually... I mean, way, way to way to keep the business always, in-house. We're always yeah. local. Always yeah. this yeah, area. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Way to go, guys. Always yeah. local. Uh, first time, because I, I assume you guys have the CD. You, it's been delivered to you. Packaging, and you have a box with boxes no of it. comment. <laughs> <laughs> First time you heard it front to back, what was your what was your immediate impression when and it's when they said it's done, we're we're not working on it anymore. Let's listen to it. Bam. First song to the ending note you were thinking.
7: Ask Cody that cuz he actually was the first one to actually really sit I think and listen to the whole thing for real about 10 times in a row.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, the the first thing that came to my mind after listening to the whole CD was uh just Wow, people are gonna love this. This is fucking awesome.
3: Do, do you think you broke new ground with this CD? Uh, you guys think you, uh, you know, because uh, you ha- you obviously have a rabbit. There, there are no middle ground. Eight days clean fans. They're right. either, right. they're either like rabid fans. There's no, no, no fan right. on the fence. Right, right. right. It's not like oh, I kind of like. Eight. No, they love eight days right. clean. And you guys have set a standard for this crowd.
7: Yes. And uh, this is above that standard and it's also got surprises in it. That's what I heard from, from our marketing. Um,
3: yeah. That's what I was going to marketing
7: gonna ask. gal said that she said a lot of surprises. See, it, it's, it's a great album. I mean, for eight days clean fans, it's a super good album. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, we did some different stuff. I so didn't for, just scream. So for those,
2: <laughs> <laughs> for right. sure.
3: So for those who, uh, you know, have, have heard eight days clean um, who probably come, maybe come to a show, and you know, I mean, they're they're you know they're not one of the, the locked in eight days clean fans. What would you tell them is different about the CD that that might that might you know swing them over to the rabbit fan? Hmm. I'd say how important that they are. That's what I would tell them. The 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 individual mm-hmm. listening. Yes. So this is you got you've you've reached out a little more in this CD. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a little broader, uh, broader scope of listening.
7: Yeah, musically, it's, definitely... it's, it's like we have a couple songs on there that could be played. Well, on the end, one of them could be played on the mountain.
3: No oh, wow. shit. Really? Yeah, it's
7: like I, the first time I played it for almost anyone that's heard this one song that we don't have with us. Um, they're always like, this sounds like a different band. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it just, it's, not, it's not rock. It's not rock, it's not metal. It's It's not like a
3: power ballad.
7: No, the first review that's coming out, I think next week, the first album review, this is exactly what the writer had said. He said, it sounds like... Danzig and Duran Duran had a bastard child, and this is the song that came out of it. <laughs> so, so now Duran <laughs> so wrap wrap Duran and Danzig. Yeah. That's an interesting mix. So that's what they said. And actually, after he said Girls that, Girls like, on
3: Satan. Yes. Girls so union, on union Satan. Union of the devil. You know? yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent stuff. So everybody, um, that's this Friday, July 8th. And I'm, I'm telling you, you need to get your tickets in advance because this thing... Will be wall to wall people. You'll be if you wait, you're going to be lucky to get in. Uh, Louis G's Pizzeria at five two one nine Pacific Highway East in Fife. If you've not seen a show there, they have a killer stage, amazing lights, and the sound is probably some of the best in the South Sound. Ten bucks in advance, which is what I'm recommending. You go to the Eight Days Clean Facebook page and just request tickets, and they'll get back to you. If you wait and there's any left, fifteen bucks at the door. Twelve and unders free. That's why I'm saying it's going to be wall to wall people. Okay, mm-hmm. doors open at eight. Bring the kids. Yeah, bring the kids. Definitely. Bring Lots of video games. Good kids. pizza.
7: It's real family. The name of
3: the CD is Parasite. And uh, so tell us about. Uh, this is the big kickoff. This is where you're gonna you're gonna start this whole uh, big movement, pushing the CD and your new songs and all and and everything starts here. Yeah. Tell us what, what's coming up after that. I understand you're going on a West Coast tour, and you have things in the works. Tell, tell us about where 8 Days Clean is going after this show.
7: Okay. Um, the first part of the tour, because it's actually there's more than just the one. This is just our, our, our West Coast tour. Um, and on this run, it'll be, uh, let's see, Fife, Spokane, Ontario, Oregon, Olympia, Washington, Clackamas, Oregon. Then downtown Portland, Oregon. Did I already say Portland, Oregon?
3: No, you're good. No. Okay, thank you. That was it. the first mention of Portland. And then
7: <laughs> uh Stockton, California. Wow. LA. Um Silverado. What's the that is? I don't know, some lake. It's, it's yeah. a big Silverado. Silverado, it's okay, Silverado, California.
0: Yeah. It's Irving Lake. Irving Lake, yeah. that is correct. And All then
7: right. um then we have I don't know, Eatonville or some <laughs> some yes, some were back here for real. a second, and then yes. um, then San Diego. <laughs> right. we're, and now, that's the first part of the tour. There's still two more coming.
3: Wow! So you guys going to be busy? You guys we're going to tour this album all next year. So awesome! Now when you go to LA, you guys uh, where where are you going? Are you going back to the uh, whiskey? No, wow. uh, it's
7: a big uh, event. It's like a big camp out It's bands all weekend long. Oh, awesome! Awesome.
3: So. Okay. Um, yeah. Now I think the last time we talked was when you, when you guys had. Uh, I think just come back from playing the whiskey. Um, right. Any, uh, uh, doing these tours and stuff like that, reaching out in, in, a, in a, you know, to, a, to different audiences like at the camp out and things like that. Right. You finding people are, are being pretty receptive to, yes. to the music and, and Crazy in, receptive. Coming, yes, coming crazy. We fold? have not
7: not played anything yet. where I mean, in California, it's a little weird. It's different than here. Mm-hmm. They sit down mm-hmm. And watch like it's a movie or a TV show. <laughs> it, they don't, was, not, it was
3: hard to take at first. Yeah, it, I mean it was really hard. Really yeah, hard the taking.
7: first couple of times there, it was like, man, they we suck, we they suck. Don't dig but us. then when we're done, they'd come up and be like, oh my god, this is the, you guys are the coolest ever, and buy all our stuff. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> I guess you were enjoying yourself. It
3: didn't sounds appear like, that way. Uh, sounds like a British crowd. They do that
7: over there. Just kind of, it's yeah. weird. It's very, it's very uncomfortable because our performance is better with crowd participation. Oh, We yeah. get better the more. They're excited the better we perform so when they're just sitting
3: it's kind of you guys look at each other right. like yeah, kind of like oh man, yeah, I, it's it's kind of like sex. The more the <laughs> crowd crowd participation you have, yes. that's way better when people are it's sitting true. down. More yeah. noise, yeah. more crowd. Sounds yeah. <laughs> like it. Sounds like, a, yeah. sounds like a they're looking at their run. clock,
7: kind of like sex. <laughs> right. It's like oh, right. okay, I better
3: hurry so, and finish. a minute and a half. So Cody and Gary, what was it like for you guys? Um, you know, uh, joining the band, getting up there on stage and pl- and playing, and you know, the first few times in front of. You know, the eight days clean throngs. Yeah, Gary, what was that like? Yeah, what is it like, I'll tell you what it's like, Ron. (laughs) It's a...
4: I'm not going to date myself on age, but this is absolutely, without a doubt, the most energetic, the tightest, the most powerful... Most emotional project I've been in my whole life. But what do you I just, really think? He was a rabid yeah. fan first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ron has to remind me I'm in the band.
3: Sometimes I start yeah. to. <laughs> but when you're looking out on the crowd and and you know they're what's that like? Cody? They're going.
7: What? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what is it like looking out at the
4: crowd, well, Gary? When I am standing in... behind your amp. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Gary's first show is July 8th. Oh, you haven't yeah. played in a show. <laughs> no,
4: I'm not allowed to say oh. that. Run. <laughs>
0: this one will be out before that. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, uh, my first show was out at Ocean Shores. Sold out show. <laughs> Sold out. It's no pressure or anything. No, not at all. It's like over 300 people of rabid fans. Oh, yeah. yes. nothing but. And they're, and yeah that's a popular show for you guys. Everyone really welcomed me and it was just, it was phenomenal. But, um, yeah, and they made me sell raffle tickets while the other bands were playing. So. <laughs> yeah, we made him do all kinds of stuff. Just, yeah, need, I them. told him you need to meet these people. You're the yeah. new guy. So that's, the, the, that's the, that's the stuff. G-rated stuff they made me do to get in the band. <laughs> There's some that. other
7: stuff that happened on tour, but he's still in the band.
0: <laughs> yeah, I passed the test. <laughs> Sheep. Uh,
4: no.
7: <laughs> and now Gary's going to be walking onto a similar situation.
4: <laughs> yeah, we'll be by the poodle dog so I don't and what that's going to be like. <laughs> You'll be selling raffle tickets. You'll be in a pupper room. I'll be, I'll be riding a poodle with the bareback. <laughs> uh,
3: well, hey, I think that's awesome, you guys, and uh, congratulations on this this brand new CD. I thanks you man. know I feel big things for you guys. Um, I know you guys work super hard. You guys, um, it doesn't surprise me that you. That you didn't um, waver at all while, you know, making the CD? That you guys went the perfectionist route? Yes. Getting to know you cats, um, that seems like it's something very important to you. And the standard, I think, of your fans and those that know the 8 Days Clean label expect, you know, a certain... uh, bar to be hit yes
7: well they've said with all the other albums they always have said oh this is better than the last one and every right. time and same thing with when we change members i mean i'm not saying the old members were bad but for <laughs> some reason we seem to get better with member changes right don't know why that is better members see, right cody I, I
0: mean i don't i, don't, I like I'm, that I'm, theory
7: the truth is, right. is i mean everyone i think is great it's just we get new members and it's like new energy or something it's like you know we they're not all for sick the altar of, yeah well they're not sick of me yet you know, I mean, he asked Jeff. Hey, That's
4: Ron, we'll speak pepper. for ourselves.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good one. Uh, so remind everybody again, the brand new CD is titled Parasite. You can only get it at the 8 Days Clean shows for the next month or so. Uh, your first opportunity is going to be this Friday, July 8th, at Louis G's Pizzeria, 5219 yeah. Pacific Highway East. And that is in Fife, next to the poodle dog. You should have no problem finding this place. Look for the crowd. Ten dollars in advance. Uh, if you go to Eight Days Clean, uh, their Facebook page. That's V
0: I I I Days
3: Clean. Yes, not the right. not the other one. Right. Go to the V I I I Days Clean wall. Um, or 8daysclean.com
7: and there's a Facebook link
3: there. Right. Like and click like if you're not if you're not a fan already. Click like. Uh, ask for the ten dollar tickets. So get them to you. If you wait, it's fifteen at the door. Uh, Twelve and under free. Doors open at eight. It's going to be off the hook. Who else is on this bill?
7: Uh, Clover Jane's opening the show up. Get there early so you get a chance to see them. And then the missionary position is the supporting slot. Which both which,
3: both great bands. Super both, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a that is a, a monst- monster. It's probably bill. the
7: best the best bill we've ever had.
3: It's a monster bill, and mm-hmm. every club in Tacoma and Seattle is going to be jealous on Friday night. They're going to be pissed. They are not hosting this thing <laughs> for sure. So <laughs> they had uh, their chance. Kudos to you guys for doing an all-ages thing. I think that's awesome. We, we, we've really been pushing for more bands to get involved in that because uh, eight uh, for some reason, all-ages clubs in Tacoma come and go like the wind. Like yes, the one will do. open, then it closes. Another one pops up, they close. I think Louis G's is the real deal, and I think he's going to be there for quite some time. Me too.
7: He's doing, he's doing so. really well. Every yeah. time I've been there, it's been decent.
3: Yeah, I hope so too. He's put a lot of money into his lighting, stage, and sound. Treats everybody well. We've had him on the show. He's the nicest guy in the world. He's awesome. Um, so get down there and support that local business. Support 8 Days Clean. You guys, best of luck with the CD. Best of luck with the show. I'll be there. And best of luck with the upcoming tour. And Sherry, Ron has some thank yous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is from Sherry? <laughs>
7: okay. <clears throat> We would definitely like to thank our friends and family for their never-ending support, our crew that works day and night for us and our fans who help keep going ever help us keep going every time they come to our show by buying our merchandise. Without all of you this would not be possible. <laughs> definitely that part I added be. in. Yeah. Cuz it's true without the, our crew and our friends and and Well, they're just all friends. Friends and family members, if they didn't continue with their support, wouldn't be able to do this. So really thank you, and thank you for purchasing all our stuff. If you have not purchased anything by us, I'm sure there's a cool show going on down at Hell's Kitchen the same night. Oh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> wow <did you> just <laughs> are we selling our stuff there too is that what you mean that's a I, great idea. Idea. <laughs> I think that's his next job right he's going to hawk your merchandise outside of hell's kitchen mm, wow. alright we're going uh, to wrap this up and we're going to leave this interview with uh, the second cut off of the CD titled Parasite and this is perfect which I hope you guys have a perfect show
0: thanks man thanks Steve Thanks. But-
3: All right, everybody. Counter fist right there, and of course, uh, eight days clean. Also, don't forget you want you want to be at one of those CD release parties. Both of them on the same day. One at Louis G's. One of them up in Seattle. I know uh, we're going to try to send reps to both of them, but we will be heavily involved in the eight days clean CD release party. Talk a little bit about that more in hour number two, which is coming up momentarily. We're going to talk to author Sean Roarback. And Shell Shock Lullaby, van out of Butte, Montana. See you on that side.